fans, welcome back to Chess and Her Guests. Today um, I have a lovely guest on called Olivia and we are going to be talking about the pressures of growing up, the pressures to grow up, all of that shizzle. And um, yeah, but of course we're both in our 20s, so I know that everyone feels pressures at every point in their life, but it's going to mostly be related to people in their 20s because that's what we both are. So anyway... First of all, I'm going to ask Olivia to tell us a bit about yourself. So, Olivia, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Hi, guys. Lovely to be on here. Um, so, yeah, I'm Olivia, 22. Uh, moved to London about a year ago. A consultant at a tech firm, which is fun in some terms. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I started an Instagram account during lockdown because there were so many pressures that were sort of getting to me. And I just know, like, there will be so many other girls in a similar and guys as well in the same position uh, with having to succeed in your career, doing certain things in life at certain stages, at certain ages mm. in regards to like, you know, marriage, houses, mm. all that stuff. Um, and I just went online, just kind of started speaking my opinion really. And then got in contact with you. Yeah. <laughs> it was great to come across. I was like, do you want to come on and have a chat? She's like, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, everything's obviously going to be pressure. We're going to be talking about pressures related. So I'm going to actually just start with one of them and we're going to discuss it so I'm going to start off with the pressure we put on ourselves okay so do you put a lot of pressure on yourself yes I'm like the harshest critic yeah um definitely I always from a young age I always saw other people succeeding obviously at an older age me so like my brothers and sisters for example and I just looked at them and was like right I need to get to their stage or you'd see people online and be like oh I have to be like mm. them um so from a very young age I've worked really hard to like get into university but now looking back and going maybe I could have done something different but I sort of went along the route that I thought was the right route to go down on that everyone else was going down mm. on what, what came across to me um so yeah I did put a lot of pressure on myself and still do today so yeah I may think oh I might do something more creative here but I'll go oh no that's not what everyone else is doing and then maybe that's not successful so mm. I should do it this certain way like everyone else's why do you think that we compare ourselves so much to other people I think because maybe the lives they portray mm. first of all um online and in person so let's say you come across someone really happy and successful you may go oh so what how, how did you get there maybe I should get some pointers from you to get to where you are mm. but the thing is everyone's so individual and what that what makes them happy you know it, you, you can't really follow someone's exact same route so you don't know that's going to make mm. you happy in the end so I'd say that's why because you don't know anything else. You want to compare yourself to others and see what, what makes them happy, really. And do you think we put pressure on ourselves to get to certain points, mm -hmm. and then when we get there, it doesn't make us happy? So we've stressed ourselves, so yeah, exactly. stressed ourselves uh -huh. out so much trying to get to something and achieve, achieve something by a certain age or a certain time, and then we get there, and then we're like... Right, that's done. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, even university, I, I was forever when I was younger going, yep, need to go to uni, need to go to uni. Got my um, certificate and I was like, well, what do I do now? Like, mm. what's next? And that's all I had planned. So when I got to there, I sort of panicked and I was like, right, what's everyone else doing? Mm. Oh, I need to get a grad job, need to go to the top consultancy firms. Yeah. That's what everyone else is doing. Um, and then obviously with that comes another sort of challenge going, right, how, how on earth do I get there? And the pressures accumulate with yeah. that too because all the people you're surrounded with are saying the exact same things too or maybe succeeding a bit quicker in, yeah. in their eyes or whoever's eyes it is. Yeah. So you. you mentioned there about uni and yeah. I actually asked um, asked on my Instagram like pressures people feel in their 20s, like do you feel certain pressures? Yeah. And someone actually said something about uni, I've got it written down here. Um, they said you finish your education at 
21, 22 years yeah. old. And then suddenly there's no structure and you have to figure it all out yourself. You're thrown into the deep end. I remember in, in Scotland you do four years. So mm. last year's your fourth year. And I remember it got to February. So this is midway um, to nearly finishing. And um, everyone around me is going, yep, got myself seven interviews in the next month. I've already got an offer for, you know, this large company. And I'm going, wow, I haven't even started mm. actually looking. Um, and you just need to just... I thought when you join university, you get a lot more support and structure. It is not mm. the case. You can, everyone's just diving in, finding their own way. Um, but yeah, I thought you'd leave uni and have some sort of like recommendations. There's mm. jobs around here. But no, you just have to go and figure out for yourself, either online, socialising with other people, chatting to lecturers. But yeah, I think what uni sold away is, right, you go to university, you're going to get a good job out of it at the end. But it's really just, here's your certificate, good luck. On you go. Also, um, uni courses mm-hmm. unless you're training to be like a doctor yeah or a lawyer they're not very specific so obviously then when you leave yeah like if exactly. you've done like i don't know like economics there's loads of different jobs you can do to do that isn't yeah there? so then it's like well what do i actually want to do mm-hmm. it's just it's i don't I think know. it hones to what exactly you want to do yeah it's always done by a structure you need to get x amount of points you do some courses so i did do like one digital marketing course that i really loved um, I really enjoyed law because it was something I'd never learnt before and the other things, courses I sort of did were, you know, just kind of, I was just spewing out of a textbook at my exams really and then I'd probably forget it by the next day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think what uni doesn't prepare, f- prepare you for is the rejection and the failure. Mm-hmm. So if I went into my, you know, emails now and put unfortunately at this time, I'd probably have like 200, 300 rejection letters after like, you know, leaving university and applying for jobs, and that just sort of hinders it. So you, you feel like you've worked really hard at university, you've got yourself an internship halfway through, and then all you get is this rejection. Yeah. And they don't really teach you how to go about it, like, a, a niche way. Mm. I was going applying for, like, huge companies, and I respect that, like, there's obviously people that were better at the job than me, but I, then I was like, all oh, right, how, how do I get a better job? And then go to smaller agencies, get experience X, Y, mm. like, in smaller areas to then grow into a bigger, you know, niche. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that, that's one thing that definitely doesn't prepare you mm. for. And there's also um, grad schemes, isn't there? Yeah. So I suppose, but then you still got to work out what you but actually want to do. Saturated. They like oh, really? thousands of applications. I remember I applied for quite a few graduate schemes, and the amount of numbers that people applied to it was it was really alarming. And in the end, I just put my hands up in the air and I was like, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot of people, and there'll be like, a lot of people. One more of qualified. my friends, she. Um, got a first in economics I think yeah. and she was applying for um jobs but even the grad scheme she said it was like so many rounds huge <laughs> until I you get to hours, the end hours and hours and hours to to get through like and then videos and then you got all these tests and then video calls in person then you have to go to the place and I did for example my internship I did in third year um, wasn't even that, mm. you know, amazing. But it was a full day, harsh, you know, questioning, pitching the lot in front of people. In the end, I just they went, why do you deserve a job? And I was like, I'm just yeah. ready to cry. I'm knackered. Yeah, <laughs> like physically and mentally, it's just it's quite draining. So it they don't prepare you for that at all. Yeah, no. and it goes that goes into like pressures from the outside world, doesn't it? So yeah, we've already got the pressure on ourselves to like need to get a certain job or need to make a certain amount of money yeah or like to be at a certain place at a certain time and then like you say when you come out of uni then you've got the pressure of the outside world and the competition of the outside world yeah 
of like even for like people like just graduating or just getting their results now going into uni like I feel for them because at that point I didn't have the support or, or you know I didn't have anyone chatting to me like it's fine everyone actually feels mm. like this everyone's in the same boat as you because I thought everyone else had it together yeah so in your mental so in your head it's like oh wow how do I, how do I get there mm. you just you just start panicking but one thing I just tell anyone that's listening is chill out it's fine it's gonna work out the more you freak out the, like the more stress you're gonna get yeah just put down what makes you happy write it down then figure it out from there yeah so otherwise you're gonna dive into something that looks or successful in someone else's eyes or mm. looks happy in their eyes and then you fig- you see yourself in like 10 years time going like why on earth am i here why did i make that decision so um, don't stress don't stress <laughs> it's all right <laughs> and it, okay. um pressures from family oh wow <laughs> so me personally mm. I've been very lucky like my mum made me do my A-level yeah. because she was like if you don't dance and stuff then you've got stuff to fall back on not that I've ever used them yet but I suppose if I want to go to uni at late you can go at any age can't you yeah and I could go um but I've always uh been able to do what I want to do mm-hmm. so they've always said my dad and my mum have always encouraged me yeah to be to do what I want to do yeah I am I've been really lucky my mum's super supportive yeah she's like very free living goes do what you enjoy but you know be a bit sensible at the same time so when I was geez 14 I was like mum I want to go to university at this point I was in a Portuguese school she's like right we'll get you an international school for a bit to get English qualifications and then I moved to Scotland then I've got more qualifications to get to uni so she's always supported me what I wanted to do I love photography as well and um my stepdad like lovely he bought me like a camera for Christmas and I was so young I was like wow like you really supported me but then there was the other sort of side where Basically, my grandfather, traditional banker, he's now 76, and the only way of success in his wise were, you know, you need to do banking, you need to earn a lot of money, you need to get mm. on the property ladder quickly, you need to do this. So and I had sort of two sort of messaging. Mm. And maybe because when I was younger, our family struggled a little bit. I was always like, right, I really need to succeed. What do all the successful people need to do? And what's my granddad saying? Maybe I should listen to them. Um, and so I probably did follow that route a bit more than yeah. my creative side, which maybe I still explore, I still want to explore yeah. right now. But that's um, the, but that's, sorry, that's a good point to say because you've still got loads of time in your life. Yeah. I think people feel like they, once they choose what they're doing, they're set in doing that. Yeah. But if you turn around and wanted to be a photographer in your 30s or in your 40s, you who's to say it. you can't do that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And uh, you have to remind yourself that it's the people that are speaking to you and giving you this advice like my granddad, for example, he has no idea about the online space. He calls the computer the machine, yeah, <laughs> and can't use it. Like, he can't use a phone, so he he's, doesn't. He's not knowledge yeah. to it. So he doesn't understand the successes you can have through like an online environment as well. Yeah. Um. When I tell him about my digital marketing course, for example, I did part of my degree, he was like, "What? Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand." Yeah. So you you taking people out and socializing like PR, and I was like, "No, yeah. it's, it's on the online market." So. Remember the people that are pressurizing you to traditional sort of outlooks. Remember how they grew up. That's made me understand him more yeah. why he was given those opinions. Yeah, and also um, I think as well the world was very different when our grandparents were younger, yeah, and when even when my mum, my mum's like nearly six. Well, she would have kill me for saying that. Actually, she's not nearly sixty, but yes, she basically is. Um, my mum. Uh, is nearly 60 and she went to school and uh, she grew up in like a working class family kind of thing and she left school at 15 and went straight working mm-hmm. in the post office so they left school at 15 so by the time they was 22 or 24 they'd been working 
for quite a long time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. then the stages in their life were different. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. It was very yeah. different. So she says to me sometimes, oh, you're 24, Francesca, like, every now and then she'll be like, well, so what are you actually going to do kind mm-hmm. of thing? But obviously I didn't finish college till I was 22. I did an acting course last year, so when I was 23. So really, like, this is my first year actually, like, more out in the world. Yeah, yeah. Whereas her first year out in the world was when she was 15. So obviously, like, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. No, it is going to be different. Like, my, for example, my mum also fell to my granddad's views of, you need to go banking. Mm. She did it for about a year, hated yeah. it. And what inspires me most about her, like, what I admire about her, she ended up turning around to her dad and go actually really don't want to do this packed up went to Portugal and lived in a shed for about like two months <laughs> working in a garden centre and then going like walking for about an hour to then work in a bar in the evening and then walk back to the garden centre sleep in the shed and work yeah. in the garden and I, I'm like you know what that is amazing to actually be you know ballsy enough get up go go against what everyone's telling you um, and I think that's that's just inspiring to me so, and yeah. now she's looked back she's I had the best life ever yes I may have struggled a little bit but I loved it and she I'd didn't rather... conform to that traditional I'd rather struggle and be happy. Yeah. I feel like you can have all the money in the world. My mum always says to me, like, money gives you options, but it doesn't give you happiness. Exactly. So if you have more money, you have more options of things that you can do, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't make you happy. No, it doesn't. But, yeah, in regards to, like, you know, the traditional family views that some people may give, you just have to really remind yourself of, what? how do they you know get brought up compared to what you're doing now um so that's why i think it's really important yeah so don't be disheartened by what your parents or grandparents Mm -hmm. say but like you say like grandparents have no idea about technology i tell my nan that i've got a podcast and she i'll try and explain to her what it is but she just can't like (laughs) she just can't get it and i just give up i'm just like never mind like don't worry so we're gonna go into um some more pressures of course (laughs) (laughs) so um Pressures of growing up and being like a woman, like what would you, what have you found hard about that? Well, I'd say being a woman, obviously there are a lot of pressures on various different landscapes from other people, but I think there's obviously always that traditional mindset that, like we mentioned previously, um, your older generation saying, have you found a man yet? Yeah. and any men? Uh, house? Yeah. Family? Because uh, that's what everyone, because I'm single at the moment, all my grandparents do is go, I'll go around to the house, get, um, do you have a man yet? Any dates? <laughs> and I'm like, just let, let a girl live. Come on. Let me live. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, like, their ages, they're all going, you know, getting married at quite a young age because that was normal. Mm. And now, yeah, I'm, I'm 22 and still single and I'm loving yeah. life. Um, but I'd say from that, that's one of the pressures of, always having to conform to yeah we need to get a partner soon 22 and i'm like 22 is young come yeah. on i'd and say that's one of the biggest pressures from family side at the yeah. moment i i i and you know like i know it's changing now obviously yeah but when you used to watch disney films obviously they're changing them but in all disney films like they'd be saved by this prince and they'd like get married yeah. and it was like so when i was younger i always thought the first person i would meet and go out with Oh, same. I would marry them. Same, exactly the same. <laughs> you always go on, like on one day and be like, "That's it. I'm gonna. Fu- uh, yeah, like, we're gonna get married." Yeah, <laughs> like I'd marry them because my mum and dad. Um, they're they're not together now, but my mum and dad met um when they were like 13. Mm-hmm. Then they started going out when they were like 18, and then they got married when they were like 27, and then they had their kids. So then, from what I saw when I was younger, yeah, I, I was like, "Oh my god, the first person I meet, 
I'm gonna marry and we're gonna have loads of children and it's just gonna be amazing. And then the first person I met, I split up with. And then the second person I met, we split up. <laughs> it's, oh, it's honestly such a normal thing though. And I'd, I'd say it's definitely a pressure to always, I don't know, even now I'd say today, I'm like, oh, like all my friends are, have partners and I don't. Mm. Maybe something's wrong with me. I generally sometimes look at that, but I'm yeah. like, what on earth am I saying? Literally, yeah. I'm enjoying life. I'm There's single, nothing I'm wrong with you. City. It's fine. And also, like, what's so wrong with being on your own? Exactly. You need to learn to, like, love being by yourself and love yeah. yourself truly before you can do any of yeah. that anyways. I, and I think if you fall to the pressures of, oh, my friend's all doing this, everyone else has, you know, got partners and stuff, you then start looking for something and it might not actually work. You might be looking for all the wrong things yeah. and going, oh, no, I'll date that person. Like, they're actually all right. And then you realise you have nothing in common about a year mm. later and then go, oh, shouldn't have done that I, I've done that in the past yeah and only after the relationship ended i was like why what did i what did i do there why did i do that because everyone else around me was in relationships so you thought thought, oh i I need to be yeah Yeah. because as well i think as you when you're in secondary school and you've got your big group group of friends and um like you're always together your friends always stay at your house you go out together all the time yeah then when you get older everyone has their own lives and everyone splits off into separate things and obviously everyone's doing different jobs they yeah. want to they want to do different things with their lives they they're going on holiday they might have boyfriends they might not their career might be their sole focus um so if you don't have a boyfriend you don't have that support of your friends like you would when you was younger yeah no i think there's always not everyone's going to be in relationships first yeah. of all and always find other friends too like I find it so fun and refreshing meeting new people and yeah. be like you know what do you want to go out for a pint yeah. or like just go on a random trip somewhere I mm. love that like it, I remember it, I mentioned uni quite a lot at the moment but my friend group for example didn't want to do something I wanted to do and they're all relation, in relationships and I was like oh, I'm going to go learn how to snowboard and off I went just met some girls like yeah. randomly and I was like hi how are you doing been snowboarding before chatted and we're friends to today yeah. so it's always just like Yes, there is that, you know, look that you shouldn't have a man and yeah. all of this stuff, but, man, but enjoy yourself. If your friends are all busy with their boyfriends and you're single, you can find new friends, <laughs> like Olivia <laughs> <Louis> said. <laughs> Just make new friends and then you'll learn new things from new people. Yeah, meeting like, new friends and like doing new experiences mm, is the best thing to do. 100%. What, other, what other pressures do you think there are um, on women? Uh, conforming to a certain body type is definitely yeah. one that I feel a lot. Um, and I think that stemmed from years and years yeah. ago maybe I don't think it's solely just social media now but obviously there's family yeah you always get the old comment being like you look um healthy and you're like yeah. oh I know what you're actually trying to say yeah so I always feel like you have to have this perfect picture mm. image have to have this perfect body hair sleek all the time and also wear makeup all the time what is yeah. that all about I never mm. used to wear makeup in Portugal and then I went to Scotland and everyone in uni and uh, not everyone in school and uni was wearing makeup all the time I was like oh, do, oh maybe I should have yeah. to wear that to look normal like I felt yeah. really like out of place so I'd say yeah that's definitely mm. one of the things you just have to conform to a certain image but then you do start to meet people and go talk about it a little bit more and actually so the same yeah so, like it, it's definitely something that needs to be spoken about more mm. and it's, and it's that pressure to like um because obviously when women grow up like you get boobs and then you get like you get shape yeah like, you get your periods whatever and it's like some people don't want you to be sexy some people want you to be sexy it's mm-hmm. like what like what do you be what do you want to do yeah so or at the end of the day you just have to be you you yeah, yeah. but it's, you all, you do go through that awkward phase like 
who actually am I? Yeah, like, looking at <laughs> probably still going through that today. <laughs> yeah, like, but that thing who am I? Who am I? <laughs> I think it's really good because it. I think society is slowly changing. It's slow, but yeah. it's happening. Which yeah, I think is cool. and women are not the like nineteen sixties. Get married, stay at home. No, have children. Speaking up a lot more. Yeah, speaking up, speaking up a lot more, and um, it's not like this. A woman has a certain role so much no. anymore. Do you feel like you said your uh, grandparents and parents like have you got a boyfriend? Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Do you feel like the pressure to be with someone by a certain age, or are you like? Oh, that's, that's a good question. Obviously, I do want to meet someone and have a family when I'm older. So I do look at people that have had a connection for a long time. I'm like, wow, they're going to like be together forever. Da-da-da, going to have a house and a family. It's going to be all perfect. But and then obviously people don't stay together forever. You don't know that because everyone's situation is different. So I'd say, yes, there is that. In the back of my mind, I'm going, oh, I should really have met someone mm. by now. Like, why haven't I? But And then I think again, I kind of, talk to myself and mm. go come on Ollie like you could you're doing so much into so many other cool different things that is that should not be your mm. priority at the moment you should just be enjoying it and then yeah. through that then eventually meet someone but yeah definitely have that pressure at the back of my mind I'd be lying if I wasn't being honest mm. of going oh I don't really want to live in a flat with two cats like I really yeah. don't want to um, it'll only turn out like that if you let it turn out like that yeah if you keep thinking that negative thought it will then become a reality so as long as you keep putting positive thoughts into your mind and just remind yourself, be like, oh, stop being an idiot. Don't, yeah. don't think that thought. You'll be fine. And what about um, children? Children? Yes. I. My mum, for example, when I was younger, has always been like, oh, you're never going to be a mother. You're not maternal at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> any time would be at like family dues if someone passed me the baby yeah. and the baby would always look at me and cry every single time without a doubt. And I'd be like, oh, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe yeah. it's, no, no. But actually, with age and, like, seeing my little cousins grow up, like, you know, little babies, yeah. now that's made me a bit more, like, maternal, but like, I actually do want kids. But I wouldn't say it's a pressure. It's more of a, a want yeah. on my side. But when I, I was younger, they would be like, oh, you know, one day. And I'm going, yeah. what? Like, you, you ain't choosing that for me. <laughs> yeah, I used to be the same. And now I quite, like, I look at, I feel like everyone's having babies around me. Same, Like, yeah. my best friend's just had a baby. Like, a few other girls I know are pregnant. My sister's pregnant. I'm like, everyone's having babies. And I'm like, no, Chess, you don't want a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Not yet. Not yet. And also, I think, because we... So you're 22, I'm 24. We're not at that time where it's like, the time's closing up. No, but do I do... you know what I mean? Yeah, but I do get people talking about, like, oh, you know, soon, because I want to be at this age for this to happen at this point. I'm like, wow, that's a lot of pressure you're putting on yourself there. Yeah. Like, you want to have babies at a certain age to get married at a certain time and all this stuff. I do think a lot of people do put pressures in the head, but that also relies on what that person actually wants. Because maybe, they, I don't know, since they were young, they do want a family. They do want to live that life of, you know, having kids early, being a young mum or dad. Mm. And I'm like, fair enough, that's completely fine. That's the path that you want to do. Like, I'm happy for you. Yeah. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you shouldn't have to then compare yourself too much to that and go, oh, because they're happy doing this. Like, yeah. I have to do it. But it goes back to, like, societal pressures of, like, people saying, 
you've got to have babies young because, but not too young. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got to have babies young because you want to be young when they're growing up and you don't want to be too old to be like, yeah. grand, uh, I don't It's always a, the top, the clock's too Yeah, like yeah. to be a nan. But then, like, oh no. And then other people say, oh no, have a baby when you're older. Like, live your life. And yeah. it's just like, what? Like, yeah. Travel the world. Yeah. Do, do, do all of this. Don't care about your job. No, do care about your job. Do you have babies? And do you get on the property? <laughs> but no, you have to see the rest of the world first. And I'm like, you know that takes money, yeah, time, yeah. you know? So it is a bit confusing on that sort of landscape. Yeah, so you you've get just a real really, mix of like... Yeah, you've really got to focus on what you want. Yeah. And I don't think I do. I'm, I'm a bit bad at putting pressure on myself saying like... So, I want to have a baby by the time I'm 30. Do you? Well, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what I say to myself. And then I'm like, but that might not happen. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, me and my boyfriend, like, we're like... I just thought you'd be, like, very, like, laissez faire, like, chill. Like, yeah, what happened when it yeah, happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I should be. But... <laughs> do, you think, do you think it's because you've been pressured to have a baby at that time? No, I've always just thought, like, uh, when I was at dance college and I wanted to be a dancer, yeah. obviously dancing careers are not very long. Mm-hmm. So then I just thought, like, I can dance till I'm, like, 28, 29, and then I can have a baby. Obviously, I stopped dancing already, but... And then I can have a baby when I'm, like, 30. That's, no, uh, no but, fair enough, it's a plan. But then, but then, if you think about it, so me and my boyfriend are really happy now. Yeah. Like, we haven't even been together long. We've been together, like, nine months or something. But we're, like, really in love and whatever. Aww. But... But you never know what's going to happen. No, you don't. But I think it's... Like, I, I want to have children with him. I want to get married to him. But I, think that's but I don't know, he might not leave me. Or <laughs> do you know what I mean? But, you know, when you do get into a relationship, you do kind of want to plan, because then you kind of verifies that there is, like, a future there, in yeah. a way. And I think if you let it go too, like, laid back, you then go, what, what actually are we doing? Do you actually want the same mm. things as me? So I think it's healthy to talk about it and have a sort of plan. Because yeah. obviously, that's you do want kids. Mm. So... Yeah. you don't want to brush it aside and go oh I actually forgot about that bit in my yeah. life that I wanted um, but no I think it's just, it's important to yes take everything you know a bit mm. chill but having a having a plan is not too bad just yeah. don't put too much pressure yeah. on yourself and it's also don't get a little timer like yeah. countdown on your and I'm like I also always say I want to get married before I have kids and he's like well I want to have kids before I get married and I'm <laughs> he's like I want kids at my wedding and I'm like I don't <laughs> I think just let the let the dice roll the way it rolls <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Let it roll the way it was. Yeah. But I'm like, well, I'm not going to get my implant out of my arm until you propose to me. It's <laughs> so painful. Oh, God. No one prepared, prepares you for that. Yeah. I mean, like hormone imbalance thing when you get Yeah, those. I mean, guys, please use contraception and let's be safe. Be safe because I haven't been safe and I suffer the consequences and oh. I do not want to do that again. But yeah, um, so yeah, it's hard. I don't know. Pressures, pressures of... Life and, and you also see a lot of um, I have a lot of friends that seem very well are very composed very chilled and then I'm still going out like on a Thursday night getting completely wrecked and then coming back to work yes. on Monday just like why have I got my life yeah. together but I'm going you know what they're in a complete different landscape yeah. or doing something completely different to me and enjoy different things to me and that's absolutely fine yeah. still going out and socialising and doing that you know Thursday to Monday sort of yeah. going out thing. I think that's absolutely fine if you happy doing it like my mindset is that i'm 18 oh i still think i'm 16 <laughs> in my head like <laughs> at my birthday i was like you're getting so old and i was like i still think i'm 16 in do my you know head. what i think this is this is a, a, another thing that i wanted to talk about is that like 
some people see you as a proper adult at our age and then some people you tell them how old you are and they're like you're so young yeah it's very so it's like well what am i then Mm. i find it really weird that like my cousins look up to me yeah don't trust what i'm doing please and if i say to someone i'm getting old they're like no you're not and then someone else will be like well why are you still living at home it's like yeah, you get a real mix of... I think it just depends on, like I said beforehand, who you're chatting to. Yeah. Like, for example, if I spoke to my brother, he'd be like, go and travel the world. Mm. If not, it's my stepdad. He'll go like, have you got your savings yet? And, you know, for a house. And I'm going, oh, I don't really want to do that. Mm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally don't. But <laughs> it's important to put what you want to do yeah. in, in perspective. Um, but no, even like you said in regards to age, I remember when I was... I don't remember when you were young and you're like, what do you want to be when you're older? And I'm like, by the time I'm 21, I want a house, mm. a good job, da, 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 da. And now I look back at me and I'm like, oh, wh- how yeah. wrong was I? And I think that's obviously a pressure that you give yourself when you're a kid. Yeah. And then like, when you grow up, you kind of realise, oh, there's a lot more to life than just... Because when you're 16, you think 24 is really old. Yeah, I remember looking up to people and being like, wow, like, I definitely need to... I think when I was like 16 on our last day of school, I said to this boy, like... If we're not with anyone by the time we're 26, we'll marry each other. <laughs> and I used to think that 26 was old. But yeah. it's not. Because no, now I'm 24, I'm like, I've got loads of time to meet someone. I just like, want to see everyone else's, like, you know, birthday is like, a couple of years older than me. I'm like, wow, like, they're, they're doing so much at that age. And I'm like, oh, no, I've got yeah. to that age and still not there yet. Yeah. But it's fine. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. You have to be chilled about it. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I feel like that's, like, a big... It's a big step. Mm-hmm. And also, it's so expensive now to move out. It, like, yeah. literally so expensive. So, from you speaking, you're saying that you live... You live... You you not you don't live with your parents. No, no. I actually moved out when I was... Oh, sorry. Um, when I was 17. Um, I always wanted that sort of, like... I've always been quite independent, even when I was a kid. And I was like, right, I want to go to uni. And I could go to uni when I was 17. So, I left the house then. I loved it. Be oh, because she was in Portugal, you could go to uni. Um, no, so I, I, I don't know how I managed. I've managed to skip a year somehow. <laughs> and in Scotland, you usually finish school. So I was in Portuguese school for until I was about fifteen. Went to international school for two. Then I was in Scotland for like a year and a half just to get the last exams to get into uni. So I joined when I was seventeen and moved out straight away. I didn't feel exactly pressurized to it myself, but I can understand why people do. Mm. Um, I just wanted that sort of independence as soon as I, I could. Mm. I thought it was quite an adventure. Like, did you um, did you have help when you was at uni? Um, yeah. Or did you get grants or did you get have help? So I, I, I went in as a Portuguese student, so they could pay my tuition, but they couldn't give me a loan. Yeah. So my stepdad helped me a lot. I got a job. And then my last three years, I then got like this private loan to help me out. So it's a lot of money. Like yeah. when you look at it, it's really daunting. Um, but yeah, they helped me out with like rent and stuff yeah. uh, initially. Cause it is quite a lot of a, it's yeah. quite a change when you work twice a week mm. at school and they're going to uni and you're doing all these lectures and you're in a new city and finding a job. It's quite daunting. Would you um, ever want to go back home? Home? To, uh, your, to live? No, <laughs> I'm sorry, no. but no, no, I like the independence, I like yeah. my lazy Sundays, I like just doing my own things, when you're home, like, I love being at home, seeing the family mm. and stuff like that, but it's not, it's not yours, and you don't get yeah. to do what you want to do on your agenda, you have to go by like the house's agenda, so in, during lockdown, I did go up to Scotland for like a month, um, and that was enough, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I loved it, but at the same time, I wasn't doing my own thing all the time, Yeah, I do like that independence. It's difficult, because like there's a pressure to move out and stuff and uh people 
moved you moved out young yeah some people find it hard to move out young no it's so hard like I lived with my friends when I was at um college I went to college for four years Mm -hmm. uh I lived in Colchester for a year and then I lived in Swindon for a year and then I had a boyfriend and so when I come back I used to stay at his house so I was never really at my home with my mum for four years and then we split up so obviously I went straight back to my mum and now I live with my mum and it's so hard. The dynamics just change a bit. You yeah. just kind of realise you've been doing your own thing for ages and then you just have a sort of like reset moment mm. and you go home and you're like, oh, I can't really do what I want to yeah. do anymore. But no, for people moving out, I think it's such a pressure. First of all, the money is yeah. is a huge, huge part. So I like, when I moved down to London, for example, I didn't, I got had a job sign, but I didn't have savings. I, didn't mm. have, I really didn't have that much at all. Um, and I got my parents, I was like, could I borrow a bit just to put a deposit down yeah. and then go from there? But when you look at rent and stuff, it's so daunting. And I can understand why some people want to stay home. And staying at home sometimes is actually a really smart yeah. move if you're saving for houses and Because staying at home has a lot of benefits. Mm. So, like, staying at, well, I personally, staying at home, my mum's very, like, she does all my washing. She can't stand it being there, so she'll do it. She'll do all my washing, she'll do all my ironing. Like, oh, I get the opposite. Mum's like, dishes, uh, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, it's your turn. Or yeah. you can make dinner tonight and stuff But then, like, like with other things, my mum's so particular about her, how she wants her house. Mm-hmm. So, like, say if I leave the house and there's one cup left in the sink, it's like the end of the world. Oh, same. <laughs> like, And I'm like, but I've tidied up everything I'm else. I'm the worst collector for glasses. Mm. My room, if you go into my room, I always have so many glasses. Yeah. And I just don't learn. Every time we go back home, Mum's like, you just never learn. You're 22, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah if there's one thing that's wrong, it'll. So like, you kind of want to run. <laughs> you kind you of do that 50 minute sweep. You know when you know your mum's yeah. on the way home. You're like, I have a clean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then if she's like, her cha- her plans have changed, and she's going getting home before me, and I know I haven't done something, I'm just like waiting. The panic is real. Yeah, waiting for the text <laughs> message, Francesca. Why is this left now? And I'm like, oh. So it is like, and I think there is. A pressure to move out still mm-hmm. because my mum's doing me a favour by letting me live there. Yeah. Because she doesn't have to. I'm old. Well, am I old? But anyway. No. <laughs> but like, oh, uh, she's doing me a favour because by living there, I'm able to do other things that I want to do. Whereas if I moved out, like I want to go travelling, mm-hmm. so I'm saving like half the money I earn. Whereas if I moved out, I wouldn't be able to save anything. I wouldn't even be able to pay. Yeah, exactly. They, they, I think your parents understand that too. Yeah. They know you you haven't, you don't just have like a a lot of cash. Yeah. (laughs) And another account that they don't know about. You just have to be honest about it. And I think being at home is fine for that period of time. So when I was, for example, my last year of uni, I told you like I had a private loan to pay for like uh, second and third year. Fourth year, I was like, I can't work like all these hours and, you know, and pay for rent and stuff and Edinburgh it's not that pricey compared to London but it's still a lot of money and I I just said to mum I was like look 40 years stressing me out I haven't got any money can I crash here I'll just buy a car and commute from between Edinburgh and Glasgow so I did that for a full year um nightmare yeah (laughs) wouldn't recommend but I didn't have the money for it and it worked out fine got my degree and that was that's how you just kind of have to manage it like your parents are going to be for there for you hopefully yeah no matter what did you have a plan to um move out as young as you did um, was that you said you're quite independent? So that's yeah, what so I, I always had it in my mind I'd always move out and go to uni. Um, the moving back and forth here was never a plan, yeah. saving and that sort of aspect. Um, but yeah, I always planned to move out. And then in my head, 
maybe from pressures as probably as yeah. I was like get a job move to London that was the yeah I always had that in my mind nothing else was different but then I saw loads of friends going away traveling or taking a gap year and sometimes I go oh, I should have done that yeah <laughs> should have done it um, yeah. and I still can still can yeah like like my mum when this when this time phases away yeah hopefully I suppose there is a you, you do want your own space at some point so you've yeah. got your own space mm-hmm. I think it's important for everyone to do it mm. but, but the only thing is I think rent is so expensive so unless you've got a good job mm-hmm. you can't like live your life and pay rent yeah even at that like London living for example is just it's ridiculous it's something else and like, like then if you want to buy somewhere don't I, I like look at stuff and go it's not gonna happen in London yeah. for me it's 100% not like it's it's actually ridiculous like I think my nana granddad bought their house for something like 15 grand. <laughs> and now it's like 800 or something I've literally like that. I tell my mum, so I'm just going to live in a shack. Yeah. That's, that's the plan on a beach somewhere, hopefully. Like, you have to move out if you wanted to buy somewhere. Yeah. And like, get, get, if you have people like oh, the same age as you doing, getting the house, remember, it's a completely different situation to you. Like, I had a flatmate of mine. She's already bought a house and has got this really fancy, bougie car. But then she had a lot of help. Yeah. Um. So like her parents paid for like rent for example and the student loan went towards a house yeah I'd, we you may have not had that same opportunity I certainly didn't have that yeah. same opportunity so so don't compare yourself too much to that because they've had you know other opportunities that you may have not have had um, yeah so it's like not comparing yourself to others yeah because some people have enough money Do it all the time like though. where I like where I grew up and stuff is quite a like affluent area mm-hmm. so some people get actual houses bought for them by their parents mm-hmm. or they get given the de- or they get given the <laughs> deposit by their parents so you can't compare yourself and feel the pressure to move out like you can't feel pressure from other people and compare yourself because you don't know what their situation is yeah my friend always says um you're in different lanes maybe on the same yes stay in your own lane stay in your lane <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good expression it's like yeah they got a house but they're in a different lane yeah different like stops, you know <laughs> yeah like your life could be going like everyone's life goes differently yeah like, it's not like everyone just goes up like you could go like and get to a point mm-hmm, exactly. where you could be like... At the moment, she's actually doing a demonstration of a graph going up. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we can't do this. Yeah, you can get to a point. Or, yeah. So, because uh, it is hard, though, when you're seeing your friends around you, like, some of my boyfriend's friends have, are married. They've got a baby. They've got a house. Yeah. And there's me and him, like, living at my mum's house. Like, do, 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 do you know? Fine. It's a different lane. Yeah. Different, completely different But situation. it is hard to not get sucked into yeah. feeling like you're not and the it's same not, as other people. And I think, also, I, I said I was really independent and wanted to move out straight away. It's not to say it wasn't daunting. It yeah. was freaking scary. Like, going to... I, 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 to be honest, I was, like, 40 minutes away from home. Yeah. Um, on a train. But completely different city. New people you know, signing all those contracts and stuff, I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing here, yeah. but sure, I'll sign it. Yeah, and it, um, that, it and is that, a daunting experience, and obviously meeting new people, if mm. you're in a different place as well, there's a lot of pressure and through that. And you all your bills now and everything. You yeah. To... So it, I, I just want to say, like, uh, yes, I came across very confident, saying like, yeah, I wanted to move out, but it's not to say that deep down I was going, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> am I going to be able to do this? <laughs> am I winging it? Yes, I am. <laughs> Right, so I'm going to go back to um, a few other things that people yeah, sure. said. Um, I've kind of covered this. Um, 
Someone said the closer you get to 30, it feels like the less likely you're going to achieve your dreams. Oh. Yeah. Um, I, I think say- you can achieve anything at any age. No, it's when you have that sort of mindset, I'm going to do it, you just go ahead and do it no matter what they do. Yeah. Like, I see a lot of people on Instagram, I'm going to just say to someone here that I follow, you know, like James Smith, he's like the PT guy. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, he, um, he went into personal training, he had like an office job, I read his book in London, and then one day he was like, I'm moving to Australia got a PT degree course, went to Australia, mm. had a great time. Now he's got two books out and he's doing amazing. Yeah. And he's, he's 30. Yeah, you see, you, know? people's, you see people's end goals. You don't always see their journey. Yeah. So you think they've just got there. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, why not? Why have I not just got there? Yeah, you've only seen that sort of like snapshot. Yeah. You've not yeah. seen the struggles behind yeah. it, the issues you've had behind it. Um, like mental health is such a big like part of it too because to get to that strong mm. mindset you do have to go to you do go through some stuff to go actually I'm gonna go ahead and do it I yeah. can do it and I've definitely but, been with myself yeah so don't worry that you're getting closer to 30 because it don't matter it's just a number yeah yeah just a number just a number and your journey your lane has got complete different experience yeah. to the person sitting next to you I think we've kind of discussed this one everyone expects you to have your life planned out because you're an adult yeah we've discussed that we discussed that yeah um <clears throat> Oh, we've discussed about pressure to enjoy your life, but find a man. Yeah. Have babies. We've done that <laughs> one as well. Um, oh, and this one I actually found really interesting because I do feel like a lot of people feel this and there's been a lot of shifts and changes in society mm-hmm. from younger people speaking up. So someone said, personally, I feel like it's, um, it's up to our generation to change the world. I completely relate to that in a way yeah because if we don't speak up like I look up for example like my younger sister for example if I don't speak about these fad diets and how terrible they are for your body for example and how toxic it is mm. if, I, if I don't have the responsibility to say it when my sister gets to my age like my, my younger sister she's gonna have the same messaging mm. I had but wouldn't have had that warning or maybe not have that warning maybe just be deluded to you know buying these stupid fad diets so I think it is really important to speak up like now more than ever mm. and, and do you do think it do you feel like it is on us yes yeah because it's a yes and a no situation yes because who else is going to do it yeah i think it's important for everyone to like chat about it and even if you read into things then realize actually i'm wrong when i said this and just you mm. know owning up to it is really important so i completely relate to that but don't feel like you have to take the whole world on your shoulders yeah um because i feel like when you start reading into things and just getting a bit more passionate about stuff it's very easy to get carried away and it, it can be really pressurizing yeah it's all a bit daunting so just be kind to yourself and like speak up when you need to speak up and when you know it's right to do it mm. but i yeah don't try and fix everything yeah otherwise, <laughs> um, i always feel I'll, like i don't know how you do it can we ever like you can't ever fully change the world because everyone's gonna there are always gonna be there's gonna be someone with a different viewpoint every time yes and there's always gonna be bad people in the world yeah but you can make it better, I feel like. Yeah. You can never change, you can never change something completely, but you can make it better by speaking up about it. Yeah, shed a light on your opinion. Like, let's say you're meeting a group of friends and they have one opinion, yours is completely opposite. Mm. Yeah, get what you're saying, but have you thought about it this way? And that's when really good conversations happen. I think the more 
awkward and challenging a mm. conversation might be in regards to a topic the more you're going to get out of yeah. it either way because you're both going to be learning yeah so i encourage that more than ever yeah um and like sometimes i'm like i don't know may have had an argument with a friend mm. i'm like oh i don't want to talk about this, this is going to be so awkward but in the end you might cover something that you never spoke about before and yeah. understand someone a bit more so and yes. you can change things because yeah. even like documentaries that come out because you know like people never used to talk about like uh like child trafficking or yeah. talk about like sexual abuse or anything like that but now on like netflix and stuff because there's uh, resources and stuff where yeah. people can see it the more people speak about it the more likely people who are doing these things are going to get done for what they're doing yeah so the like, we can talk about it the more the more it will come out. So let's say your Instagram is about body, body yeah. positivity and I think it's such an important topic yeah. and I think more and more now I see that and I think it's, it's brilliant. So it's not just one person doing it and shouting it. The more people can talk about it, yeah. the more it normalises things. Yeah. Um, and like I said, like child trafficking, the more awareness there is and the more you know attention there is on that topic where things can change. We can beat these billionaires. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. The like, less untouchable people will be, the more... So I think we can change things. I think we can. Just don't try to take too much on your shoulders, like, and read things until three o'clock in the morning and go, what is going on oh, with yeah. the world? I've definitely <laughs> done that before. Because there's so many bad things that go on. Process you, it, yeah. chat about it with your mates, but I completely understand that point. Yes, you can change the world, but just do it in a healthy way for you. you yeah. For your mindset. Yeah, because if you get, yeah, 100%. Because the older I get, for sure, the more I'm like, wow, the world definitely isn't what I thought it was when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, the more things, yeah. doors open, and I'm going, what is going on here? Yeah, literally. So, um, I want to end on a more sort of positive note. And it was that. We've got to realise that we were all in our own lane and you've already said it. I've literally wrote down, um, <laughs> got to end on a positive note, guys. Realise we are all in our own lane. Everyone's doing their own thing, own lanes, share your journey. Yeah. That's what you've got to do. You've and do what it. makes you happy. Always. Yeah. Always. Get, get, get the pressures. Like, try and release the pressures. Yeah, take a moment, deep breath. To so I'm, I'm moving my arms like they're going up in the air. Yeah, try and release <laughs> So I just We're in a very spiritual <laughs> yoga session at the moment. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you so much to um, Olivia for coming on. No, thank you for inviting me. Honestly. Yeah. Really nice. And she's got a really good, relatable page and it's called Honest Olivia. So yeah, thank you for being my guest. Thank you so much. And hopefully we'll do this again soon. Yeah. Well, thanks guys.